here with uh, Pastor Nidra Banks tonight, and we're going to be talking here on the Stacey Thomas Unrestricted Talk Show. Unrestricted, unlimited talk show. I'm sorry. See how excited I am? I finally get to meet this superstar who I've been following on Facebook for years. She is, before I even let her speak, I want to say who she is. She's a pastor. She's a salon owner. She's a stylist. She's a nurse. She's an author. She's a playwright. I met her. Well, no, I connected with her by way of having the honor of attending one of her plays. And, uh, Yes, it got me even more excited about meeting you, sweetheart. Thank, <laughs> Thank you. you. Thank you. Thank for you so much for having me. I'm excited as well to be with you on tonight. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being bold enough to come on the Unrestricted Always, Chef. Always. Do. You know, we're here to like, <laughs> we're here to uplift people, motivate people. We're here to tell the truth about what goes on in life and how things change. People may not always agree, mm -hmm. but. We're going to sit here and talk. I've got a lot of questions. Well, a few. A few, sweetheart. Are you ready to get started? Yes. I am ready. Okay. So I want to know about you. Mm -hmm. I don't just want to know what you're doing now. I want to know. I have questions like, how old were you when you realized you wanted to be a pastor? You said how old? How old? Um, I'm not quite sure how, how old I was. But it was about seven or eight years old. So probably around the 40-year-old 40, 40 mark. Um, and I think that initially I ran from it, and okay. I find myself sometimes even running from it now, <laughs> um, because it's a, it's a heavy weight, it's a load that um, we all take on. But um, I'm just excited to be called. Okay. So, um, so if you want to uh, age, maybe around 40 years old. Somewhere so along there. Somewhere along there. So when you say you work, okay. Mm -hmm. I believe, you know, I always say, and people may not like it, everybody that preaches isn't called. Mm -hmm. So you said you're called. What? Okay. Mm -hmm. When you're called, mm -hmm. God spoke to you. Did you see a sign? Something happened in your life? Mm -hmm. How did you know you were being called? Um, because of the people. One, number one, God had put it in my spirit um, that I was called to a certain group of people. And that group of people was the hurting people people who were abused, people who needed their lives to be restored. And, and to be honest, I couldn't really do that without pastoring. But because of the fact that when I started as a women's ministry, and when I did women's ministry, you know, a lot of them was not going to church. Okay. And some of them, you know, wanted a church home. And so with me running from being a pastor, I began to embrace it because there are people who needed me. And did you realize, I guess you realized too, you can run but you can't hide. Pretty much. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> now, right? we, we can run, but for me, and it's not about me right now, but mm -hmm. for me, like, you can run, mm -hmm. but you keep running, he gonna stop you. Yes, he is. Right he on gonna, track. He gonna give you the chance to stop on your mm -hmm. own, but he gonna stop you. Yeah. Or you can keep running and, and hit your head on a brick wall and just have a knot. You know, and God is like, see, you can either do this the easy way or the hard way. So it was the call. It wasn't the call. It wasn't anything that happened, right? Not really. Okay. You know? So now mm -hmm. I really want to, I want to talk about Nidra. Yeah. I don't want to talk about Pastor Nidra right mm -hmm. now. Tell me about Nidra. Like, what was Nidra like? Did Nidra go through anything that as a pastor right now, mm -hmm. you, it built you, it made you who you are? Yeah. Um, Nidra was a clubber, 
<laughs> okay. I stayed in the club. Keep it real. From Thursday to Saturday. Thursday to Sunday, actually. Um, I was I was very, very outgoing. I always been I was always been an entrepreneur since I was a kid selling candy on the bus to <laughs> So always done that. Um and so I think maybe the different and to be honest, Nidra's probably the see the same person as I've just let go of certain things. But I try to be who I am and I try to be me, whether somebody calls me Nidra or whether somebody stays past the Nidra, I'm still who I am. This is who you're gonna get in church on Sunday and this is who you're gonna get on a Wednesday night. Okay, the same person. So for the beautiful women that are watching mm-hmm. and the men. So Nidra clubbed. <laughs> Nidra was an entrepreneur, right? Mm-hmm. So Nidra is not trying to hide the fact of she was real and right. what I say um, in the world. Right. Okay. So she mm-hmm. was and she was in the world. Now, for people that want to be saved, mm-hmm. as a pastor, mm-hmm. they think they have to be perfect. Mm-hmm. What was the biggest thing? Mm-hmm. If you don't mind telling us, what was the biggest thing like that was hard for you to let go when you decided this is who I want to be I want to live for God um probably cussing cussing and having sex and have ooh <laughs> have to have you back uh, okay okay <laughs> so yeah but those those probably would because I never drank and I never smoked anyway I didn't do that before Jesus so for me it was probably the cussing cussing and the promiscuity yeah hard because we're humans. Exactly. I'm glad, I'm glad you said this. Yeah. Um, yeah. I watch you mm-hmm. on Facebook. I don't see you all the time, but there's mm-hmm. some things that really have t- touched me when I have seen you or heard you speak. And one time you mentioned jail. Yes. Mm-hmm. Pastor Nidra told all her followers <laughs> and whoever else is watching, mm-hmm. she went to jail. I did. Not many people, people have a tendency to get saved and forget. Mm-hmm. People have a tendency to sit and talk to other people. They want to tell you what you should do, right. but they won't say what happened or right. what they did. Right, right. They tell you the ending, but they won't tell you the process. So, jail, that mm-hmm. was jail something? So, you went to jail before you became saved? Yes. Did, was your calling stronger when you were in there? No. The reason I'm asking is because um, it's interesting that you're, that mm-hmm. you're telling us, mm-hmm. but you have people out here that. They're, they're negative. Mm-hmm. They see people living in the world. They see people changing. And Pastor Major, then they say, oh, he or she went to jail. Oh, they done found God. Mm-hmm. That's true. How do you feel about that statement? Um, most people do. And then when they leave and get out of jail, they, they forget about them. They, they It's almost like they use them as a, as a liaison to get out or to make things better. But for me, I already knew who God was. I wasn't following him. I didn't have a true relationship with him, but I knew who he was. I grew, I, I want to say I grew up in the church. I went with my grandmother, went with my mom, my dad, all that. So I knew who he was. But when I was in there, I said to him, if you ever get me out, I'll serve you. If yeah. <laughs> I just need you to get me out of here. Okay. If you ever get me out of here, I'll serve you. And, you meant and that's what he did. And you meant it. And I meant what I said. And you've been serving him since. And I've been serving him ever since. And you're not disappointed that you decided to serve him? Not at all. Not at all. Now, did I serve him wholeheartedly? I still had my trials and tribulations. But I meant what I said to God. I meant it. And he let me out a week early. 
that you oh, I know that's why I thank you Jesus okay yes. so you had your trials and tribulations yes. mm -hmm. um when you started being saved and I didn't put that we didn't okay. discuss this but how did the people around you that knew you when you were in the world react? Did you have, like, you know, some people are afraid of that too. Uh -huh. If I get saved, they won't be my friend anymore. They think they can't hang out. Did you have problems? I've always been, no, I haven't. I've always been a people person. Okay. I've always been fun. I've always, I've just always been that kind of person. So nothing really offends me or make fun of me. It don't matter. I laugh with you kind okay. of thing. Okay. So... One thing they did say, I heard a lot of from people was, I know you saved. You know, if you you ain't go off or if you didn't cut or if you didn't, they just know, I know, well, where your Jesus at? Because I know, I know you know God now. And that's how it was. Because they, when I was out there, I was out there. Okay. And so now that I'm in, I'm in. There's no in between. No riding the fence. I don't do that. You know, so that's what people was like, yeah, Nidra, yeah, she... She knows Jesus. Do you have those moments, even as a pastor, when mm -hmm. you have to say sometimes, take the wheel, Jesus? All the time. All the time. Mm -hmm. So it's not like as a pastor, everything's going to be perfect. No. When you get saved, that's another thing people think. Mm -hmm. When you get saved, all is going to be all right. No, normally, nine times out of ten, all hell breaks loose once you get saved. Really? Mm -hmm. Because there are some things you come up against. You know, the enemy does not want you to do right because you've been with him for so long. So when you try to do right, he doesn't want that. So he's going to try to get you and woo you back where he is. So you have to fight to stay safe. Okay. Listen here. Listen here. <laughs> <laughs> okay? You got to fight to stay safe now. Seriously. God so, never said it. No, the world was going to be perfect. That mm -hmm. life was going to be perfect. That's right. So, you know, mm -hmm. I'm, uh, you just, you know, I'm, I'm going to stick to this. I'm going to get these questions out people because you make me want to know more. But um, yeah. Yeah, are you yeah. married? No, I'm not. No. And as, okay, so you're a single female, you're a mm -hmm. pastor. Yes. Okay. So we're going to touch two things. Here. Okay. First of all, I've heard a lot of people, I've heard quite a few people say, mainly people older from the older mm -hmm. generations before us, a woman isn't supposed to pastor the church. And if she pastors, mm -hmm. she needs a man above her. Okay. What do you think about that? I think it's to each his own. Okay. To be honest with you, for me, it is hard sometimes um, not being married or not having that covering. It okay. it 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 gets hard sometimes, okay. but it can be done. Okay. You know. But I see what they're saying. I mean, I I mean, I get it. But I think it's to each his own because I try not to get into a debate about that. Okay. So, you know, as a pastor, mm -hmm. I guess in order to find a husband, you mm -hmm. have to date. Right. How does a, how does, to be honest, I, I just kind of started thinking about dating. I, I just kind of put everything on hold. Okay. And I just, I wasn't dating for like years and years and years, you know, so I just kind of started opening myself up. Cause everybody think well, you waiting on Jesus to come back. When you you need to stop, you know. So now I'm kind of opening my stuff up, and I just haven't had good experiences even in dating here lately. You know what I'm saying? Because I have to figure out, you know, at what point in time do I say I'm a pastor? What at what point in time do I even ask if they're a Christian? Cause that's a prerequisite for me. So he has to be so a Christian for me. You don't have to be, you know, all churchy, but you need you need to have a relationship with the Lord for me. So, um, unless God specifically says, you know, no, this is who it is, work with him. Okay. 
I'm open to that too. Do but you, that's just me. Okay, I'm sorry. Do you? Um, how do you feel about divorce? Um, I've been through it, and I'm still living. Still and God has still blessed me. You know, um, it was an abusive marriage, so I had to leave. Okay. Or else continue to get beat up, one or the other. Okay. So, um, <clears throat> excuse me. So I'm still living. You know, I forgave him. We're very close friends now. You know, so I'm. For me, as far as divorce is concerned, I think that's still to each his own. Okay. Um, and I try not to, but we having that girl no, talk, so I feel like I can say this. Mm -hmm. For me, divorce, and you know, I don't know, I don't know everything, right. but I just feel like when people say you should not divorce, mm -hmm. I feel like, well, what happens when you don't wait for God to send you the right person? Mm -hmm. You end up with the right person, but it's the wrong person, and there's somebody out there for you. I, I think God would want you to be with that person he has for you. And some of us, when we're in the world, mm -hmm. we're too busy thinking we know what we want. Right. We know what he'll look like right. or she'll look like, you know? Right. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting. Um, let's see. <laughs> ah, me and those cards, because people, you guys know, Stacy is very curious, so bear mm -hmm. with me. Excellent. Evangelizer. Mm -hmm. Um... You are doing what some people don't do. Mm -hmm. You don't wait for everybody to come to church on Sunday. Right. I've seen you out and about evangelizing. Mm -hmm. What makes you do that and what makes you walk some of the streets that aren't the safest streets? Um, my heart, my heart of compassion for people. Um, my heart is evangelism, is souls. I would much rather be an evangelist and just traveling the world preaching Jesus and saving souls. That's okay. where my heart is. Okay. Um, so even I can remember going down Jeff Davis and, and talking to the people and just sharing. I wasn't churchy. I didn't have my Bible with me. I was just need to be in the streets, hoodie, jeans. And I was just talking to them, talking real talk to them Keep and, and keeping it real. And I was able to meet them where they are. And to know that, and just to know that I planted a seed within them. The Bible says, you know, one plants, one brings water, and the God will bring the increase. So as long as I planted a seed, she's going to remember. He's going to remember that somebody said Jesus loves them. Say that one more time. Which one? Back up a couple sentences. Mm -hmm. And say about planting the seed. Yes, somebody plants. One plants, one waters, and God brings the increase. So I, I plant the seed. You come by and bring water, say something else to encourage them, and then God's going to bring the increase. And I'm, it may be five years down the road, she may come and do you remember me when I was on the streets? Now I'm serving the Lord, da, 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 da. So as long as I plant the seed, I'm good. Wow. I just, I just want people to be encouraged. So, and when you walk out there, because I'm mm -hmm. going to be honest with you, there's a lot of bad, well, you know it's a lot of bad stuff out there. Mm -hmm. Your faith, um, I guess, plays a big part of it mm -hmm. when you go up to these strangers to talk because you don't yeah. know what they're capable of. You don't know what they're capable of, yeah. Yeah, and sometimes I can be way over the top with it, to be honest. You're supposed to, you should go with somebody. Okay. And most times I probably do, but there are times when I don't have nobody with me and I want to, you know, I'm led to go talk to somebody. I don't have a problem with going right in the middle of a bunch of guys saying, look, child, you know, and bringing up, you know, y'all know anything about the Lord? Because let me tell you what he did for me. You know, and I just kind of open it up like that. And then they'll put the cigarette down. 
But then they'll stop cussing. <laughs> come on, bro. Come on, bro. Don't do that in front of really? in front of the church lady. I you know. know. Right. So I'm like, call me what you want. It's good. But we're gonna talk today. So that's kind of how it's been. And I love that. I love that. I've been to the satellite. You know. And a lot people don't know this. <laughs> people don't know this. There's a lot of church folk at the satellite. <laughs> Cause I asked them what, what church you go to. They would rat they would rat off their pastor's name, and they'd be at what? the satellite and going the satellite. in the club. Oh my in goodness! The club. You know, I, at one time I would miss church on Sundays um, as an adult, of course, because mm -hmm. my mama made us go, right? right? And somebody said, "Didn't see you on church at Sunday, Stacy." And I said, "Well, you know, I was at the club on Saturday, and I had mm -hmm. some drinks." And then the person said to me, "Did God see you at the club?" Mm -hmm. I said, "Yeah." Well, yeah, what you think, not going to church, God's not going to see you, you know? Mm -hmm. But it's funny that you said you see the church people. Yeah, I do them. all the time. And I had one person that said, Pastor, why are you out here? Really? You need to go home. You better go home. I'm like, if I go, you going with me, you know? So they knew I wasn't supposed to be out there, but I'm thinking, but they wasn't supposed to be out there either. So wow. it's the level of respect people got for you. So, wow. But I love that. I love that. Okay, so this wasn't it, but <coughs> this wasn't um, something I originally thought of, but I got okay. a question for myself. Yes. Um, that scripture, faith the size of a mustard seed. Mm -hmm. People need to know um, just because we pray, mm -hmm. and I had to deal with this too, I questioned my faith mm -hmm. um, because of something personal with my mother. But faith the size of a mustard seed doesn't mean that all is always going to be perfect, right? What do you mean? That the faith is going like, to be perfect? Or? That it's going to be all right. Like when, and I'm just going to make this case somebody's mm -hmm. going through something. Mm -hmm. When my mother was sick, I prayed. And then I had a moment that I said, is my faith not the size of a mustard seed? The Bible said all I needed was the size of right. a mustard seed. Mm -hmm. So for people that think like that and are about to give up, Mm -hmm. And some, and they may result to. What about my size faith? What would you say to them? I guess it would determine what's your size faith. Okay. Because even though the Bible says we're supposed to have the size of a mustard seed type faith, is that where you are? Mm -hmm. It only takes that. Do you know what a mustard seed looks like? Yeah, yeah. That's all it takes for God to move. So when we come off post and stop believing, is when the angels got to stop and back off. If we keep persisting, keep being persistent and consistent in what we're praying and believing in God for, no matter what it looks like, mm -hmm. he can show up. But what we do is get off track and we allow the thoughts, we allow the discouragement to come and sit in. And as soon as we pray, the angels are dispatched. They go, go get your stuff. God, I'm praying for healing. I'm praying for a car. I'm praying for a house. You pray for it. You believe it. Boom, it's gone. Now, two, three days going by, and now, well, maybe it won't God. The angels got to stop because you don't stop believing. Okay. Okay. So, faith comes in is when, if in three days it don't come, I'm going to still believe you, God. Maybe it's going to be the fifth day. Keep and if it ain't the fifth day, well, maybe it's going to be next week. Maybe it's not the right time. Just keep on believing. You just have to keep on believing. Okay. Oh, God. Yes, Lord. So, hold on. Now it's time. <laughs> Yes, I Lord. knew I was excited for a reason. Thank you. Uh, mm -hmm. So let's talk about you now. Um, okay. Because we can always have you back yes. and, you know, talk about a lot of different things. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about you. What you what do you have going on? Where are you preaching at? Um, on Sundays. 
I'm the pastor of Empowerment Church RVA. Um, we are at Research Road inside of M3 Church, Mountain Movers Ministry. So we share a space with them. Our service is at one o'clock on Sundays. And I did that because that's how I started off. I did that for those people who go to the club. Really? For those people who hang out on Saturdays. So that when they get up, they still got time. There's no excuse. You ain't got a 9.30 service. You don't have a 10.30. What's your excuse? It's 1 o'clock and we going by 2.30. Wow, you walk up to somebody and they're using that excuse. They're going to feel real Yeah, small. like what, what? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, I'm doing it now. I'm working on my next play as well. I was going to ask you mm -hmm. about that. I want to say something about that. <clears throat> and correct me. Yes. If I'm wrong. Yes. So, I saw your play. That's when uh, Miss B from... Mm -hmm. um, from Positively B told me that you had a play going yes. on. She's an awesome person, by the way. She but is. Um, I came up there. I enjoyed the play. Mm -hmm. Something that really surprised me. You prayed with everybody after the play. Mm -hmm. Am I remembering correctly? Yes. You prayed. And I remember saying, wow. Mm -hmm. And when I stood up, that was a good prayer. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that was, was a good prayer. Now, I had somebody tell me one time to follow mm -hmm. you. Because the main thing they said about you was, that's a praying sister. Mm -hmm. And I said, what do you mean? And the lady said to me, Nidra ba Bank sends up prayers, and she knows what kind of prayers to send up. Mm -hmm. They're special. Mm -hmm. And we've had that conversation before. Because right. you've spoken to me. But that was, I just thought, you were thankful for your play. Mm -hmm. You said the prayer. And then I got my t-shirt and I was intending to bring it tonight. Mm -hmm. How long has it been since the play? Two years. I'm still wearing that shirt. Yeah. <laughs> and I got to stand up and do it. I wear my shirt, right? Mm -hmm. And somebody said, I like that shirt. And I read, I said, what, what are you doing? Because <laughs> that's my brand. I started off hashtag want to do it. And I always yeah. say I got it from Ninja yeah. Bass play. Uh, so I you, still sell them. Okay. So I you, still sell t-shirts and everything. So you, mm -hmm. okay, so we know where you're preaching at. Mm -hmm. We know what to look for another um, play. Yes. The hair mm -hmm. sister is always nice. Thank you. And I see the post of the other women that come into your salon. Yes. Now I've kind of turned it into ministry okay. um, where um, I've, I've oftentimes blessed people who may not have enough money to come. I give them makeovers who are um, depressed state. You know, I try to bring them in. I try to do their makeup. I do their hair. And I do it all for free sometimes really? just to be a blessing to them. Mm -hmm. And you be amazed at how they feel. I take pictures. I do little videos at the end. And some of them are in tears. It'll make me cry. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because I recognize passion so, for something. I recognize realness. So I do. I don't even do hair for the money anymore. I do hair for the ministry to help somebody. You know, um, I've had people when um, I may have run a special or something, and they didn't. I said, if you don't have any money, just tell me what you got. This one lady, she felt so embarrassed, but she said, you told me to do it. And I think she had like a dollar or two or three dollars. And you did. And I took it. Yeah, and do you know that when she got blessed, she came back to me and blessed me? Ooh. Yes. People don't realize. Yes. So I've been doing hair. How old am I? Forty-seven. I've been doing hair probably about twenty-seven years or plus. And how? And I can do my eyes closed. And how long have you been nursing? Nursing probably the same amount of time. You know, some people say, "Oh, you can't do more than one thing at a time." Yeah. Did all, I didn't hear that. Did all of this come more. from, like? When you started preaching, did you build from there, or were you always doing multiple things? No, I've always done multiple things. Always, before preaching. So, where's your salon? Not that 
We're doing free hairdos this week, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but we're just alive, oh, so uh, love to check it out. Iron Bridge Road, 6524 okay. Iron Bridge Road. 6524 mm-hmm. Iron Bridge Road. And your t shirts, if someone wants to. All of that is in Salon. Really? I got a little small boutique in the Salon. Really? Mm-hmm. I think um, <laughs> it, it's been awesome Thank having you here. Having you here. I'm never going to have anyone on my show that I don't feel like is real. Mm-hmm. Um, I appreciate your realness. Yes. I appreciate you being on social media and being real and letting people see who you are. Yes. Okay? I wanted to show the video, the Christian mm-hmm. vid- the music video. With you dancing and rapping. Oh, Lord, no. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I'm oh, not yeah. sharing it. I got that, too. If they want to see it, they go on Deidre Bates' page. <laughs> um, yeah. Is there anything... Anything at all you want to say to, let's say, not just the people that are already following you, mm-hmm. but there's someone sitting there that happened to see this video. Mm-hmm. What's, what's one thing you would tell them? Um, for some reason, I know who you're going to go, but the book is coming up. Okay. Spirit, from Pain to Purpose. Okay. And, um, and in that, I wrote that book out of a very extreme pain that I had when my dad died. And so when he passed away, that was when the book was birthed. Because, and that was when I went through a whole lot in my life, even tried to commit suicide. And that was in 2016. Were you pastor? And that's a whole Were you a show. pastor? Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, we will have you back. Yeah. <laughs> we will yes. have you back. So um, what I would say to people is that continue, continue to seek the Lord. Because that's where your strength is. The joy of the Lord is your strength. And if the enemy can take your joy, he has your strength. And so you're going to have to continue to stay steadfast with God and in the things of God. Because that's what's going to build your strength. You're nothing without him. I learned that the hard way. The hard way. Mm-hmm. And how do you find your book? Needyourbanks.org. www.needyourbanks.org. Thank you, beautiful. You're welcome. Hey, everybody. Thank you. Thank you for watching the Stacey Thomas Unrestricted Unlimited Talk Show. I look forward to bringing, more, bringing you more awesome guests. We're not just here to entertain, but we will educate and we will help someone. We will motivate, inspire, mm-hmm. and possibly create a space, a group of people that we are fearless. Because we know we're not the only ones that go through things. Yes. Beautiful, I'm you. Thank you. I'm just gonna keep it real, hooky. Oh, <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. Yes.